Hello and welcome to the Equine Physio and Rehab podcast. My name is Dr Gillian Tabor and I specialise in the treatment and rehabilitation of horses. So I think I'm getting into the swing of these podcasts and for this one I wanted to do something slightly different. I will return to the more specific physio related discussions but I wanted to just have a little bit of a reflection of things that I've been thinking about this week. The first one is I want to expand on a post that I put out earlier about calmness. I want to talk about complexity of musculoskeletal presentations in horses. And then I want to just talk through something that I was very concerned about when I was out and about competing last weekend. Um, I ought to also say a big, big thank you to everybody that joined in my Equine Posture Challenge on Facebook. There was so much engagement and interaction and people sharing photographs and asking questions. And I was um, quite blown away, really, by how um, how keen people were to discuss it and to sort of expand on their own experiences. And I learned a lot from it as well. So there were five videos and those videos are now in my online rehab and posture course which you can find at my website which is www.gillientabor.co.uk if you want to take a look at those. I promised that I was going to do a video on uh, positioning of the head and that is coming but I've been a bit delayed this week but the exciting thing is is the reason that I've been delayed as well as uh, working with my clients locally and online I've been helping one of my uh, post grad students with their research data collection which actually was all about the thoracic sling so hopefully I'll have some really interesting information to share about that sort of research based because we were measuring sort of biomechanical effects of certain things that we were doing so actually I think that was quite a useful uh, part of my time this week so uh, yeah that will be online in the equine posture challenge group soon so the first thing I wanted to talk about well was calmness So in the discussions that I've had about starting rehab and looking at how to achieve a positive posture, I talk about relaxation quite a lot. And from a mental and physical point of view, this is essential to be able to allow the horse to work with a sort of forward and down head and neck position and therefore be able to reverse that extension or the hollowing, the tension that they get in their back to get them to lift up, um, then progress to engage in the hind quarters and switching on through the thoracic sling and lifting the shoulders and um, you know that whole um, cycle of effect that we want to try and achieve quite an optimum movement pattern but I was I had a bit of a epiphany uh, about it because I was thinking about relaxation and then I was working my own horse and he's going uh, through the stages of rehab and he's sort of right at the end and we are competing against na- him again now uh, so I am rather and I'm looking at having him out eventing so I need to be able to have him in a dressage frame and I was thinking well that isn't total relaxation that is about positive tension and about recruiting the right muscles in the right sort of order the right timing to try and gain that posture that is desired you know in the dressage arena And then I thought, well, I can't keep talking about relaxation all the time now, but what do I want from the horse? And that's where I sort of thought about different terms and different descriptions of how we want the horse to go. And I stumbled across this idea of being calm 
because you can be calm sat in your chair relaxing but you can also be calm if you're going for a walk or you can be calm if you're running it's about a state of mind that then embodies that physical uh, sort of exterior of it and it's about having tension where you need it but not where it shouldn't be and a horse can be calm at um, you know any level that it's working at so I think I'm going to have a bit of a switch around from saying that we always want relaxation to saying that we always want calmness but relaxation should be able to be gained in between those more intense phases of working in a positive posture so you can switch in and out of relaxing we don't want our horse you know uh, so relaxed that they're all switched off and you know not engaged in the process either mentally or physically but we want them calm when they are engaged in that process so those are my my thoughts really about calmness versus relaxation now the second thing that I was going to talk about was about the complexity of musculoskeletal uh, presentations because I've been um, out and about with clients this week and there are two clients that uh, have interested me in particular though all my clients are lovely Um, These are two new horses that I've seen and they came to me for different reasons. One was new to the owner and they were having a specific set of issues uh, related around behavioural changes with this horse that had moved from a home that it had been in for quite a while, uh, moved to a new yard. um, There was a lot of tension, a lot of anxiety, a lot of issues with approaching the horse in the stable and um, it had... uh, transpired that actually during ridden exercise there were issues as well and so um, we had to look at that particular horse sort of very open-mindedly because we didn't know whether it was stress from the you know the move or where there where there were physical issues as well as it turned out there was the the horse did have some areas of, of pain um, and there's certainly some work that can be done on that and looking at the saddle and everything like that but what I have to consider when I look at that horse is not that it is only the pain that's causing the behaviour, there's obviously the mental aspects as well, but I had to think and discuss with the owner as to whether there were any other medical issues that actually needed veterinary intervention. So I think because of the move there is a, um, a thought process that the horse may be suffering from um, gastrointestinal pain, whether it's triggered off some um, gastric ulcers, I do not know. I'm I'm not diagnosing it at all but it is a consideration due to the change of the environment that then leads to the physical signs that we're seeing so there's a huge huge overlap and I'm sure you guys that are listening know this but um, yeah it, it was just something that I wanted to talk about because physio isn't just about the sort of physical aspect of it we are and I hate the word but we are holistic practitioners and we have to look at the horse at a, as a whole its environment its handling its owners its riders saddle feet gut you know teeth lots and lots of things and um, for this particular horse you know I was just one part of the jigsaw puzzle as to trying to resolve the issues that they were having with it Uh, it's good to say that after I saw it and a few sort of things have started to be addressed I got some feedback um, and they are starting to see some positive changes which is brilliant 
The other horse was one that has um, undergone sort of a period of rehabilitation. It's with a very, very experienced owner. And um, I was called along to just to see whether there's anything that I could add to it. And it's interesting when you get there and you see uh, you're working with an experienced person. You know, I can't tell somebody how to suck eggs. They know what they were doing, but I was just casting a fresh objective eye over what they were doing. And perhaps imparting a bit of confidence to reassure the person that they were actually choosing the best options at the time for that particular horse. They hadn't sort of missed out anything or forgotten anything and it'll be interesting to see how they get on. That horse did need a little bit of manual therapy but in terms of the exercises and the rehab that particular owner is um, very very skilled at the uh, groundwork and yeah hopefully they'll crack on and get on and then I'll be reviewing that in a few weeks time. Um, but uh, yeah again quite interesting that there was a whole lot of other issues such as um, that one also had gastric ulcers there was um, behavioral changes and uh, such like to consider alongside just the physical presentation and then just to uh, wrap up this short little reflective podcast I wanted to talk about something that I saw at the weekend so I'm taking my horse out to Uh, go and do some uh, unaffiliated competitions he's got to get uh, confident in the environments where it is busier Uh, actual jumping a jump isn't necessarily a problem but putting it all together and certainly the warm-up area is something that he's very very uh, novice in that environment he hasn't had much exposure so I've tried to look at it from a, a actual what we call graded exposure approach he's gone to clinics where there are few horses and now it's time to see whether he can cope in the busy environments and unaffiliated show jumping can be a bit chaotic especially because we're jumping low levels and there's a lot of people that um, are less experienced uh, in those environments a lot of young horses green horses and there are a lot of kids on ponies as well and you have to stay out of their way because they might not necessarily know the rules of the road Anyway, there was somebody there who is a person that is uh, professional with horses and their horse, they were riding for somebody else and the owners were there. And I imagine they felt they were under quite a bit of pressure to perform. Um, So giving them the benefit of the doubt there. However, the horse was stressed with the environment. You could see from the facial expressions, from the way he was responding to her aids, he was not happy, not comfortable. Um, and, you know, he went up to the first jump and um, it was a little cross pole and it didn't go very well. And then he started um, what we you know we term in the literature conflict behavior. He wasn't doing what the rider wanted him to do. He wasn't rearing or leaping or bolting or anything like that, but he was just um, sort of just trying to spin and walk backwards. Anyway, this rider very loudly said, I'm going to take him outside and hit him, or I just want to take him outside and hit him. Um, And I was near there and, oh my goodness, it made me really, really upset. She, irrespective of um, the situation with the horse, um, which well no (laughs) it's not right that that horse was not going to learn anything if she took it outside and gave it a hit you know that was not going to be anything useful for the horse it's going to be traumatic and induce fear and be painful for the horse so I'm not condoning that at all but what was shocking to me was that she was shouting this 
well, loud enough for me to hear anyway, in front of everybody in this warm-up arena. And children were there and parents of children that might not realise that this isn't the way to manage horses. And it really, really upset me. And I kept an eye on what was happening and I would have gone to the steward and I would have put in a complaint um, although uh, shockingly I don't know that they would have actually gone up to her and told her off um, they might have told her to go out of sight and do it which is possibly more upsetting um, but I was ready to say something which might have been challenging because of who they are and um, also my job in this area uh, so that was a um, something that I would have to think about in depth but uh, I, I am so surprised that that happened um and maybe i shouldn't be surprised maybe i'm naive to it but it it just really really did hit me that that is so concerning for the welfare of that horse you know i was embarrassed for owners and for um you know people that have to witness that and it shouldn't happen so it's not okay and i um would have said something if she had taken it outside and hit it as she wanted to so those are the things that I wanted to talk about today. Um, three different different things that just sort of sum up what's been happening over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the podcasts to this point. I've been focusing quite a lot on kissing spines and I'm going to go on to talk a little bit more about exercises and I can talk about more about specific things. And certainly I'm open to any questions and uh, I'd really appreciate your feedback on the podcast. You can give feedback through the, um, the podcast method that you listen whether that's spotify or apple or um anything else um i also um would be really happy if you subscribe to the podcast and share it and then send me any feedback directly if you want to or if you've got any questions or anything you'd like me to cover then please do so you can find me on social media i'm on instagram at dr gillian tabor physio and the same on facebook and also you can contact me through my website www.gilliantabor.co.uk so thank you very much for listening and i will speak to you all soon